Uh, we are going to have some fun tonight. So uh, I want to start. Oh, my name is Bryden, by the way. Uh, hello, if you haven't met me. Um, uh, what a bit about me. I'm 28 years old. I know, it's cool, eh? And uh, I'm getting married in August. That's pretty cool. My fiance had a, uh, what do you call it? Kitchen, kitchen party, kitchen tea today. Was that fun? Okay. It was so raging that she's actually lost her voice. It's pretty good. Uh, and I get to share with you tonight about one of my favorite topics, which is uh, Jesus, which is pretty cool. So I'm going to uh, read a little passage, if I can find it, and then we'll get into it. Uh, so uh, we're going to start off uh, Luke uh, chapter 2, verse 41. Uh, if you've got your Bible, you can turn with me to that. Sorry, I didn't get the uh, stream stuff going, but I'm sure we'll manage. Uh, verse 41. Every year, uh, talking about Jesus, his parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover. Uh, when he was 12 years old, they went up to the feast according to the custom. After the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple court, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. I love that um, his parents are like, son, why did you get lost when they're his parents? Um, <laughs> they say, yeah. <laughs> Uh, why were you searching me for me, he asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight, and we thank you for your word. We thank you for the power that it has to change our hearts, change our lives, to speak directly into where we're at right now tonight. Lord, I pray that you'll speak to us through this passage. And everybody said, Amen. So here we have this passage, uh, Jesus uh, kind of getting lost uh, from his family. And to be honest, uh, I can really relate to this uh, because those of you who know me well, I tend to lose stuff a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, truth, preach. Uh, so I actually have a key hidden somewhere on my car for every time I lose my car keys. I remember going to a gig. Um, and actually my jacket got stolen at the gig, but I had my car keys in it, but I really wasn't fussed, because like, oh, I've just got the spear here, climbed in through the boot, we're good to go. Um, I actually lost my wallet uh, this week, and uh, Josh Cargo shouted me lunch, thank you Josh, if you're here. Um, I ha but I lose it all the time, so it's not really a big deal. Um, well, it's not, because it always shows up eventually, right? It always um, comes back eventually. Actually, today, I found my wallet. Guess where it was? In my father's house. Yo, what's up? You like that one? Um, but <laughs> what I really like about this passage um, 
this this bit here where it says, um, thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. They then began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. And you can kind of think about this passage and think, man, that's such bad parenting. How did they, how did they take that long to realize he was gone? But then I guess it takes me a long time to realize my stuff's missing, so I can't really talk. But uh, isn't it sad that a lot of us don't realize Jesus is missing from our lives for a very long time? It took his parents a day for them to realize, oh, wait, Jesus is not with us anymore. But even in my life, there have been times when I've been walking, doing my journey, going through life. And then I step back a moment and I go, hang on. Actually, Jesus is not with me anymore. And I thought I was walking with God and I thought I was doing this life with God. And then somewhere along the track, I got busy and I got distracted, and I forgot that Jesus is no longer with me. And the sad reality is that for some people even, it's only when they really get to the end of their lives, and they realize, hey, this whole life I've lived without God in my life. I've lived this whole time without Jesus on the journey. And so his parents, they went back to Jerusalem. But some people it takes them their whole lives to realize that Jesus is not with them. And maybe you've grown up in church. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you have known about God your whole life, but that doesn't really mean you're walking with God. And I want to talk tonight about the difference between knowing about someone and knowing someone. Have you ever uh, just slightly exaggerated your relationship with someone? You know, like a name gets dropped in conversation and you're like, oh, yeah, I, that's like, we're like BFFs, really, if we're honest. Like, that's my, my bestie. Uh, we chat all the time. Oh, I was actually just talking to them before on the phone and uh, we, we're real tight. When reality is, like, if they were in the room, you, like, wouldn't even really be able to hold a conversation for two minutes. We like to exaggerate kind of our relationship. I, I don't know why we do it. It's kind of just name dropping or whatever. But I remember this one time um, I was at the airport and um, Gary McCormick, do you know who Gary McCormick is? If you don't know who Gary McCormick is, you're probably not missing out. But um, oh, that sounds really bad. He's a good dude. Uh, but uh, he's like a Christchurch celebrity, I guess, radio show guy. I saw him in the airport, and um, I don't know him at all, but I was like, I really want to go chat to Gary McCormick. So um, I, I, like, I walked, and I was like, Gary! Like, I'd just, like, seen him. I was like, Gary, how are you doing, man? As if we, like, knew each other from, like, long ago. And Gary's like, oh, yeah, hey, hey, hey. Just got off the plane from Wellington, and we're chatting. And the whole time, he's trying to figure out who I am. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'll go, go chat and Gary. I'll better go, better go. But um, often we can exaggerate our relationship with people. And you might have spent your whole life in church. You might know all the scriptures, all the prayers, all of this and that. But it doesn't mean that you know somebody. There's a, such a massive difference between knowing of someone and knowing someone. And in our lives, this is the challenge I want to bring. Who is Jesus to you? Is he someone that you know of? 
You've heard them talked about a lot. You've heard the songs being sung. You sing them yourselves, perhaps. Maybe you read your Bible a lot. Maybe you, you um, attend church a lot. But do you know Him or do you just know of Him? Paul talks about it in, in his letter to the Colossians. He says, I want to know Jesus and the power of His resurrection. He's, he says, I want to know Him. He says again in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 1, When I came to your brothers, came to you, brothers, I did not come with eloquence or superior wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That sentence again, For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I want to encourage us tonight. The greatest thing that we need in our lives, it's not more knowledge of God. It's not a deeper understanding of the Bible. It's not a bigger ministry, a bigger stage, a bigger faith. It's simply to know Jesus. It's simply to know Jesus. Not to know more about Him. And I'm not bagging all this other stuff. It's not to know more about Him. It's to know Him. What does that mean? What does that mean for us tonight? There's a story in the Bible that really encourages me, and it's about this dude named Jairus, and he's a synagogue ruler. And uh, in the Jewish days, the uh, synagogue ruler is, um, well, he's a big deal. You know, he's, uh, he's the man. He's, uh, who do I compare him to? I can't think. He's, he's the Gary McCormick of the Bible. He's a big deal. And um, people like me want to stop him in the airport and pretend like we know him. And uh, so this guy's kind of like a leader among the people and a very highly respected dude. But suddenly what happens is his daughter is near death. His daughter is dying. And it says in the passage that he comes and, and he literally gets down on his hands and knees in front of everybody. And he begs Jesus to come with him. And I, I, I look at that picture and I see a man who is probably normally so well respected and carries himself so well. Get down in, in the lowest position he can possibly get in that much desperation saying, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you so badly in my life right now. And he gets desperate, and he lays down his pride, and he lays down basically his status and everything else, and he says, Jesus, would you come with me? Would you come with me right now? Because I need you in my life. And for us tonight, we can get very secure in our customs, in our routines, in the way we do things, and we can become very good at knowing about how to do Jesus and knowing about how to do Christianity and how to do this life of faith. But I, I just want to challenge us, how deep do we want to know God in our quiet time in our prayer life when it's just us and God? How desperate are we for Him? When we're reading the Word, how badly do we want Him to speak to us? How desperate are we going, God, I need you in my life right now. 
How badly do I need you to speak to me about my direction for my life? Or are we quite just comfortable? And I'm not saying this as like a negative thing. I'm just saying it as an encouragement for me as well. In my day-to-day, it's very easy for me just to do my job, do my thing, put my head down, and just do me. When God has this amazing journey and life in store for each and every one of us. Knowing Jesus means walking with Jesus. It means being real, being honest with Him about where you're at, and being honest with this community about where you're at. So just in closing, um, we're going to move on to some other stuff tonight. But why don't you just stand with me? And I just want to pray with you guys. Um, and if that really speaks to you right now, we also, I, th- I think we'll probably have a prayer team at the, at the end of tonight, just down in the corner as well. But Heavenly Father, we just love you tonight. Lord, we as a community desire to follow you with all our hearts. And Lord, tonight if there are people here and they're suddenly going, well, God, I I feel like I was walking with you, but maybe you've got lost in the mix somehow. I thought I was journeying on this path with you, and then suddenly I realized, hey, you're not really as big a part of my life as you used to be. Father, I pray you'd help us to be honest about that. Father, I pray you'd help us to be open about that, to get desperate for you again in our lives. Lord, to come humbly before you. Father, we just thank you for your amazing love and compassion towards us. Lord, we want to continue to walk with you in our lives. Amen. Thanks, guys. You can be seated.